I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Working Conversations podcast, where we talk all things leadership, business communication, and trends in organizational life. I'm your host, Dr. Janelle Anderson. This episode is all about my kids. Okay, not my kids per se, but the generation known as Gen Z. I have three kids who are all Gen Z, spanning pretty much the whole generation. My oldest is currently 24 and is at the older cusp of the generation, and my youngest is 12, at the younger cusp of the generation. And if you're not familiar with the term Gen Z, it refers to those born between 1997 and 2012. In today's episode, we're talking about the drastic impact that Gen Z is having on the workplace and the ever-shifting future of work. They've only been starting to work for a few years. Most of them are still in school, all the way from middle school through college. And already, they're shaping what the future of work will look like. We're going to explore that in depth in this episode. Gen Z will make up nearly a third of the workforce within a decade. And the ones who are already through school and in the workforce make up about 13% of the workforce currently. But given that they will make up a third of the workforce within a decade, it is critical that we understand and anticipate not only how to attract and retain them, but also what impact they're having on work and the evolution of the workplace. It's perhaps the most significant shift that we've seen in the workplace in our lifetimes. There are 68.6 million Gen Zers living in the United States. Gen Z makes up just over 20% of the population. By comparison, there are 72 million millennials, making up about 22% of the population, and there are 65 million Gen Xers, making up just over 19% of the population. So this group is bigger than Gen X and just a little bit smaller than the millennials, for reference. Born between 1997 and 2012, they are the first true digital natives. They had iPads on board their strollers. (laughs) I know, I was one of those parents. Smartphones and iPads and laptops, none of that was ever new to them. It's just the way life is and always has been. Technology has always been the way they connect with each other and with brands, both the brands they love and the brands they don't love. They prefer YouTube over textbooks, but they're also humble enough to ask parents and other respected elders for their insights and opinions. In addition to having technology be absolutely second nature, they've also lived through some stuff. Gen Zers have taken off their shoes at airports. Always. Terrorism isn't an afterthought. It's baked into their world. Here in the U.S., Gen Z grew up with mass school shootings being part of their reality. Whereas I had duck and cover drills in the 1980s during the Cold War, (laughs) as if ducking under our desks would keep us safe from a nuclear attack. Come on! Gen Z has grown up with active shooter drills in school, teaching them street smarts inside the school building. They are also the most racially diverse generation in the United States ever. 
They grew up in a world and they are growing up in a world that is more accepting of different races, cultures, genders, and sexual orientations. As a result, they value diversity and inclusion in the workplace. They want to work in an environment where everyone feels welcome and respected regardless of their background. They are also more likely to recognize and reject racial inequalities, speaking up and taking action when they spot them. According to a comprehensive study conducted by the Pew Research Center, Gen Z is more open-minded and liberal than previous generations, especially valuing equality and being inclusive. Gen Zers are far more inclined to be comfortable with gender being on a continuum rather than being black and white, only male and only female. They embrace gender fluidity and they're not put off by it. Diversity for Gen Z is simply the norm. They expect that reality to be reflected in the workplace. They are also a very practical generation. They've witnessed recession off and on throughout their childhoods and then a global pandemic. They've seen the student debt crisis in the United States soar past $1 trillion. They're extremely aware of debt and its impacts, and they know that jobs can sometimes just go away. It's no wonder then that this generation values security. Whereas millennials wanted and continue to want flexibility in their lives, Gen Z is more concerned about certainty and stability, according to one study. More than 80% of them would rather save for a splurge than purchase something on a credit card. Their experience that life can change on a dime has made them more inclined to plan for the future, selecting majors in college that are highly employable, and using internships to gain experience along the way, and then having a backup plan if things don't work out. It's important to remember from whence they came. Millennials, by and large, were raised by baby boomers, the me generation, and they are mocked for getting participation trophies and being told that everything would work out in the end. On the other hand, Gen Z are overwhelmingly raised by Gen Xers, a generation of brooding cynics who got that way from seeing their parents get laid off from their jobs in the 1980s. And of course, all of that was codified by movies like the cult classic Office Space, where menial, demoralizing work was the norm. They have not been told by their parents that everything will work out in the end. Instead, they've been taught that it might not. So they need to be ready to figure things out when it all goes south. And they need to be resilient and resourceful. Remember, the oldest of them were around 10 years old in 2008 when the subprime mortgage market in the United States collapsed, leading to the Great Recession. The events of that year and the years that immediately followed definitely backed up a cautious, if not pessimistic, attitude, and that they were living in a world where things don't always work out. So with all of that comprising and influencing who they are, it's no wonder that they're starting to and will continue to have a significant impact on the future of work. Let's dive into how this is starting to impact the workforce and how it certainly will continue to do so. Now, recall that Gen Z currently makes up about 13% of the workforce and is on track to comprise roughly 30% of the workforce by 2030 when they've all graduated from high school and for the most part completed college if they so choose to. All indicators are suggesting that they will choose to. This is turning out to be the most highly educated generation to date. So they're going to be nearly a third of the workforce in less than a decade. That's significant. It's important to note that what we're currently seeing, since it's just a small fraction of them in the workforce to date, what we're currently seeing are early indicators. 
We have every reason to believe that these trends will continue in the same direction. And I will definitely be keeping a close eye on how this all continues to unfold throughout the rest of the 2020s. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy, or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. So with that as the backdrop, let's look at how they're impacting the workplace because Gen Z is definitely shaping the world of work and in four primary ways. Number one, focus on values. Gen Z is a generation that cares deeply about social and environmental issues. They're concerned about the planet's health and they want to make a positive impact on the world. So it's no surprise that they want to work for companies that share their values. They don't want to work for just a paycheck. They want to work for a purpose. They value purpose-driven work. In a recent Deloitte study, 77% of Gen Z respondents said they want to work for a company that has a positive impact on society. And they will be thoughtful about accepting a job. They want alignment with their values and they'll not likely apply for or accept a position if it is not in alignment. And if they get there and it's different from what they anticipated, they will leave. They'll put together their own thing if they have to their own business or side hustle, and then they'll drive Uber to pay the bills if they have to. They will not continue to stay in a workplace whose values are misaligned with their own. Number two, where they work. Remember, these are the first true digital natives. Gen Z is the first generation to grow up with smartphones and social media from the get-go. They're used to being connected all the time. And they also value flexibility and autonomy, the flexibility and autonomy that technology brings. They abhor being micromanaged, and by and large, they're very resourceful, resourceful enough to find out the answers for things when they're stuck, and humble enough to ask for help when they can't figure it out. As a result of their autonomy and digital savviness, many Gen Z employees prefer remote work. They want the freedom to work from anywhere and at any time. Now, the COVID-19 pandemic has accelerated the shift towards remote work, and Gen Z is right out there leading the way. They're comfortable with remote collaboration tools like Zoom and Slack, and they appreciate the flexibility that remote work provides. Ideally, they would work in an organization that allows hybrid work and knows why and how to manage and lead a hybrid organization. They value autonomous work at home, and they can easily collaborate at a distance but they also understand the importance of office space that fosters creativity and socialization and provides a safe setting to express themselves to their peers and to leadership. When that is in place, they're not opposed to going into the office to work and socialize alongside their peers, but they certainly don't want to go just for the sake of simply being in the same physical space. They want to see the tangible benefits of being together. So do they want to be in the office? According to a survey conducted by Deloitte, 78% of Gen Z respondents 
said they prefer to work from home or have a flexible work environment. And this is likely due to the increased emphasis on work-life balance and the ability to work from anywhere with a reliable internet connection. Furthermore, of course, the pandemic, as we mentioned, has made it clear that many jobs can be performed just as effectively from home, which has led to a shift in attitudes towards remote work from Gen Z and beyond. However, there are still some Gen Z individuals who value the traditional office environment. For instance, working in an office can provide opportunities for collaboration, social interaction, and mentorship that may be harder to achieve in a remote setting. Additionally, some Gen Z employees may prefer the structure and routine that comes along with working in an office, especially since they were deprived of that coming out of college and straight into a work-from-home pandemic-stricken environment. Number three, work-life balance. Gen Z has an emphasis on work-life balance and mental health. They are the first generation to grow up with a greater awareness of mental health. They've grown up amidst the Make It Okay campaign to talk about mental health, and they have far less stigma about mental health challenges than previous generations. When you consider many of the stresses that they've experienced growing up, school shootings, global pandemic, recession, and so on, it makes sense that they have less stigma about mental health issues. They understand the importance of work-life balance, and they want to work for companies that prioritize employee well-being. They don't want to be overworked and burned out. Accordingly, they want to know all the ways in which their employer is going to offer flexibility and work-life balance. And if it isn't there, they will lobby for something else or leave. Number four, diversity. As mentioned earlier, Gen Z is the most diverse generation in history. They grew up in a world that is more accepting of different races, cultures, genders, and sexual orientations. And as a result, they value diversity and inclusion in the workplace. They want to work in an environment where everyone feels welcomed and respected, regardless of their background. In the same study I mentioned earlier from Deloitte, 69% of Gen Z respondents said they consider a company's diversity and inclusion policies when deciding where to work. Meanwhile, a recent study by Monster.com noted that 83% of Gen Z respondents said an employer's commitment to diversity was a significant factor in choosing where to work. So if diversity, equity, and inclusion do not appear to be present in an organization, Gen Zers will just tend to walk on by. And as you might guess, if they get into a role in an organization and realize that there's inequity, even if it's not leveled at them, they are going to roll on out of there. So there you have it. The four big ways in which Gen Z is shaping the future of work. Focus on values, where they work, work-life balance, and diversity. Okay, now every step of the way, you've heard me say that Gen Z will leave if their needs aren't being met. This is not a generation that values loyalty in the same way that previous generations have. They have perhaps inherited their Gen X parents' cynicism. And it's not without merit, given what they've experienced in their short lifetimes. A recent study from Lever found that 65% of Gen Zers are planning to leave their jobs in the next few months. And in another study, this one conducted by LinkedIn and CensusWide, they found that 72% of Gen Zers said they're contemplating a change in the next 12 months. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported that the average worker in the U.S., of all generations, spends four years and seven months in a job. And according to a study by CareerBuilder, so far, Gen Z spends an average of two years and three months in one place before moving on. 
that's less than half the average. Now, this is also the generation who's known for ghosting interviews and the first day on the job. And if you're not familiar with the term ghosting, it's when someone fails to show up for an interview. And that's now been expanded to the first day on the job. If an average Gen Zer was about to interview with you for a job and a better opportunity came along, or if the candidate just learned something about your organization that was inconsistent with their own values, well then, you just might get ghosted. I don't think workplaces are simply acquiescing to Gen Z. Much of what Gen Z wants, other generations want too. Members of this generation, though, have very little trouble speaking up and asking for what they want. This may be one of the key differences. And with a tight labor market, if you've been listening here, you know that it's going to get even tighter still in the years to come. In this tight labor market, organizations are doing what they can to attract and retain talent including Gen Z. And Gen Z is only getting started. Again, remember that only about 13% of them are in the workforce at this point, and they will soon make up 30% of the workforce. We have every reason to believe that these early indicators will continue to hold as the rest of the generation finishes school and starts working. But we'll keep an eye on it for you as things evolve. This is a trend we here at Working Conversations will absolutely continue to watch. So now you know how Gen Z is changing the workforce and will continue to change the workforce over the course of the next decade. If you enjoy this content and if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button and knock that little bell so that you get notified every time there's a new episode out. I'm also starting to make some other videos there too. So even if you listen on a podcast player, you'll want to head over to YouTube and subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Wherever you are listening or watching, please leave me a review. It helps other listeners find me, and it just plain old makes me feel good. Until next time, my friends, be well. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference, and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.